The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Beauty Podcast. You know you can count on us to be in your feeds each and every Wednesday to chat about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. I'm Jill, and I'm here, as always, with my trusty pod wife, Carlene. How are you? I am great. I'm in my sweats. I decided to record from my sofa. Uh I'm feeling quite relaxed. And hello to my pod fam. I hope you are too. I hope you're on holiday by now. And if you're a longtime listener with us, you know that we're two longtime magazine beauty editors turned beauty podcasters. And we're always chatting with the breakthrough minds in beauty. People like Dr. Shireen Idris, makeup pros like Patty Dubroff, celebrities like Haley Bieber, And of course, every month we edit the best in beauty products, products that we deem hashtag damn good. And our guest today is breaking through the clutter in the TikTok beauty space. Her name is Robin Del Monte, aka Girl Boss Town. And Jill, you and I had the pleasure of getting to know Robin as a fellow panelist back in September at the Create and Cultivate Beauty and Wellness Festival. And I think that's when we had the idea to get her on the show. Absolutely. I mean, that panel was all about 2024 trends in beauty and wellness and looking ahead. And by the way, Carlene was on the panel representing Breaking Beauty and she crushed it, of course. And I also loved hearing from so many of the panelists, but especially Robin, because I think she has such a unique lens on beauty via the social media landscape. She is so tapped in. It's like that phrase chronically online. This girl is chronically online. And she is just like, if there is a Kylie Jenner look, she is reporting on it like moments after it happens. So Mm -hmm. I really admire that about her, like talk about finger on the pulse. But if you're not familiar with Robin, she popped off on social media thanks to her PR prediction videos where she gives brands and or celebrities ideas or what she calls moves. She gives them, you know, the hashtag stamp of approval, the girl boss town stamp of approval. That's her uh, handle girl boss town. And she's amassed nearly 650,000 TikTok followers and 55,000 followers on Instagram. And if you look at her comments, people are like, Oh my God, I hope that brand is paying you for that idea. Like that is epic. When she said OPI nail colors should team up with Stanley mugs and create custom colors. I mean, that's just coming off the top of her head and that's literally genius. Yeah, absolutely. So she's kind of branded herself as the internet's agent. Mm -hmm. And now she has a full-fledged consulting business from her couch, giving PR moves to brands like Dunkin' Donuts, Bliss, and more. Adweek named Robin the Business Insights Creator of the Year. So she's definitely one to watch. Amazing. I really loved our conversation. And I think all of you will too, even if you're not necessarily familiar with Girl Boss Town. So just before we get into our chat with Robin, I think everybody wants to know what some of our favorite products of 2023 were, what we will definitely be taking into 2024 and beyond. And this little segment is brought to you by our friends at Macy's. 
What do you say in jail? My favorite products that I'm going to talk about right now are actually all about skincare because let's face it, it's winter and that's all I care about right now is because mm-hmm. I'm shriveling away and I've traveled <laughs> a ton in the last little bit. So let me tell you, Peter Thomas Roth, this mm-hmm. brand, it, I yep. remember it from our baby beauty editor days. Do you know what I mean? Of it's course. been around, yes. uh-huh. but I just, it's just like, it didn't really speak to me. <laughs> But right. this year, I really got into a gateway product from them, which was actually called the I actually emptied this. This was a moisturizer that they came out with, and it was called the Water Drench Hyaluronic Cloud Cream. I like drained oh, that yeah. last holiday mm-hmm. season. Okay. And it really got me more interested in the brand again, like a gateway product. So then when okay. this product came across my desk, I was like, I absolutely need to try it. It's available at Macy's and it's called the Even Smoother Glycolic Retinol Hydrogel Eye Patches. They're around 65 US dollars for 30 patches. So it comes in a jar. These launched Mm -hmm. in June. Okay. And you know what I'm talking about. So when I'm showing Carly in the jar right now, so it's actually those like hydrogel under eye patches. They're almost like a bit slimy looking. (laughs) Yeah. For lack of a better term. But why I gravitated toward these right away is that they actually have glycolic and retinol in them. And often Mm -hmm. with eye gels, they're just like soothing or calming or specifically more for dark circles, which, you know, knock on wood, I don't necessarily have. I have more puffiness. And because I am oily, I get a lot of texture under my eyes that is like milia, even though I don't right. use a really rich eye cream, I still get it. I am just an oily girly. And like, yeah, if I went to Sophie Pavitt all the time, I I would trust her to like lance the milia, you know, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It seems scary. <laughs> yes, of course. You need trusted hands for that. Yeah. So, so, so this just kind of exfoliates them off. Yeah. It's just meant to be gently smoothing. It's got a 1% complex of glycolic acid and a time release micro encapsulated retinol in mm-hmm. each eye gel. Okay. Um, so it just diminishes the look of the tiny bumps and texture underneath your eye and it can be worn two ways. So okay. if you're someone who's more concerned that you have fine lines creeping in or deeper lines on the side of your eye, like more out toward like you know, the end of your eyebrow, your temple your laugh lines. Yeah. Yeah. You can put the eye gel on where the larger part of the eye gel is covering that part of your eye. Right. Or, up to the temple. Or you can, if you're more like me, where you're concerned with the puffiness and the milia underneath your eye, you can put the larger part of the eye gel underneath the eye and it's going to work its magic there. Anything else that we've left on the table for oh. 2023 here? Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to shout out a product that came out in June And it's a sister product to an iconic product. So this is the Clarins Double Serum Light Texture. This is the concentrate, the complete age-defying concentrate. Now, of course, you probably are familiar with the original Clarins Double Serum. It's iconic, right? Oh, it's one of my favorite products. It's in our Hall of Fame for good reason. And I actually read that one bottle of the OG Double Serum is sold every five seconds around the world. That's incredible, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It's so good. Yeah, it really is so good. So if people aren't familiar, it's got like it's a serum bottle with a pump on the top, but it actually has like a peekaboo chamber. So you can see inside there's actually two vials inside the serum 
and one is more of a lipidic or oily phase and the other is more of like a water-based phase. And so the OG formula for me was just too rich. I liked it. I got the hype, but it just wasn't for my skin type. So they've actually reformulated this light texture version. So I can get in on the fun too. It is a little bit bougie. It's 134 US dollars and 178 in Canada. And it has 21 plant extracts in there, including turmeric, and which is really brightening. So this has been flying off the shelves as well. I know it came out in the summer, but this is something I've been really gravitating, gravitating toward right now because it just gives your skin this luminous look. It can be worn under makeup, but I've been really wearing it a lot more at night. I feel like it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, it's definitely that time of year where we need to like add an extra layer to the skincare routine, you know, like that definitely making sure we have a serum under the moisturizer. And to that effect, we actually are going to have a whole winter skin episode in January. So consider this a little sneak preview. Yeah. And Macy's does ship to Canada, everyone. Yes. Ships everywhere. They ship all over the world. Exactly. That kind of leads me to my last point, which is that, you know, Macy's has tons of gift cards and you can find the Macy's gift cards in store in the Macy's app, or you can look on their website at Macy's.com slash gift cards. And you can get like the physical ones or you can get like e-gift cards. I know it's like last minute. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. Like maybe I can like gift Mm. this to my coworker or my, you know, friend who lives in another state or something, because the truth of the matter is shipping. Like I put a package in the mail the other day to ship to somebody and it was like more, I spent more on the postage than the cost of the gift. Gift cards are amazing for that. Like, yeah, especially for last minute shopping. Like, yes. So that was our wrap up of the products we could not leave behind in 2023. We'll be taking into 2024 and we play a little game just like this with our guest of the hour, Robin Del Monte, which we will share that little bit. That little ditty is a TikTok exclusive. So stay tuned over there. And now let's get into our episode, Jill. Yeah. So everyone, we have such a fun conversation with Robin about the state of beauty in 2023, the winners, the losers, and the moments we couldn't stop talking about and everything in between. And please note that this conversation was recorded in September of this year. So welcome to the show, Robin Del Monte, aka Girlboss Town. This episode is brought to you in part by Way. So you guys are now all in on my healthy hair routine. And I wanted to give you a little update on how I'm amping it up for the holidays. I just got a new sharp haircut just eight weeks after my last one. So my hair's really been growing and I'm not doing twice a year haircuts anymore. This is it. I love this layered look. And I'm going for full glassy hair vibes this season with Way's new hair gloss. I mean, I don't know about you, but my salon is closed for two weeks over the holidays. So if I want that, you know, professional glassy look for New Year's Eve, I'm on my own. All it takes is five minutes in the shower and it's got rice water as one of the key ingredients, which I know is super buzzy right now, but it's actually been used in Japan for centuries for like long, luscious hair. And I notice serious shine after blow drying. It makes my hair color pop again. And it's also giving me heat protection 
up to 450 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's the perfect addition to my healthy hair routine. And the best part is we have a promo code for all of you. So you can do holiday shopping like their amazing fragrances and candles and grab a little something for yourself like the new hair gloss or the detox shampoo. I'm always talking about that one while supporting our show. So glow all the way this holiday with way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off site-wide and enter promo code BEAUTY15. We're going to link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com for 15% off using promo code BEAUTY15. And now back to the show. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. We want to talk about the year that was in 2023 in beauty, the landscape. There's a lot that we want to get to today. So reflecting on the year that was in in social media. What were the big moments for you? you? Like the wins and maybe even some Uh things that you're thinking are misses. Okay, totally. So we'll talk about my big moments in 2023. I'm very like I'm very movie, TV, magazine oriented. That's Mm -hmm. like what I grew up on, but also social media as well. But like Margot Robbie in the Barbie movie Mm -hmm. and the press tour of it all. Yeah. Just literally with bated breath. Like Mm -hmm. I was living for that along with that. Hallie Bailey with her covers for The Little Mermaid and her press tour. Mm -hmm. I just think she is so incredibly stunning. And that was such a moment that I was living for. Some social media big moments when Dixie D'Amelio shaved her head. Yeah. And came out with it at the Vanity at a Vanity Fair party, I believe. And then the transition into like everybody having a short hair, a Bob moment, like a Hailey Bieber, Emma Chamberlain, the short hair moment. I personally can't pull that off, but I loved that moment. And then some like covers and beauty moments that I was just like, oh my God, dying over. A big beauty moment was Matilda Jerf's. How do you say? Is that Jerf? Jerf. Jerf. Matilda Jerf's Vogue Scandinavia cover that just came out. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I met her this week and she came up to me. Yeah. Me. And was like, I just have to say, like, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm such a big fan. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. Screaming, crying, throwing. Screaming, crying, throwing up. That bleach blonde moment on that cover, 70s, it was everything. So I think in total, like my big beauty moments of 2023 were kind of either going back to some like editorial fashion, OMG, loving it moments, some great press tour moments, which I live for. And then also I love a change and a reveal like a Dixie D'Amelio who people wouldn't assume would shave her head to shave her head and rock it and own it. I just I loved that so much. Yeah. And I was so taken aback, honestly, in a way with the Matilda Jerf cover because she was on our show mm-hmm. last, last year as well. And I obviously couldn't stop staring at her like, hair. Yeah. But they bleached her eyebrows. I know for the first time. It was almost, it just changed her look so much. I, I had to do a double take. And what's so 
incredible about her is like she's such a businesswoman yes. and is so successful. But then you're like, wait, but also you could be like an international model. Like, yeah. like with yeah. the bleach brows and like that moment. I was like, she just is everything. Yeah. And she's I, so sweet. Oh, so sweet and kind. So very, kind. Very um, much. And did her polite. first runway show as well, where she had a lot of different body types represented. And yes. I just thought that was wonderful to yeah. see in New York as well. I, I just love I loved how it was shot. And yeah. I love a, like a 70s type moment. Yes. So yes. I lived for that. And like also like that bleach hair moment. I've done it a couple times and that's why I have to like take Nutrafol because my hair like died. <laughs> but I love like a bleach blonde moment Incredible. so much. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. I think the Barbie, you bring up a good point. I mean, there was Barbie everything and we saw so many beauty mm-hmm. launches that yeah. were piggybacking Collabs. on the film. Mm-hmm. But the one... That took me back. Not so much a beauty moment, but like how much Chanel I was gonna say that out in this scenario because the they, Chanel necklace in the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like literally yeah. that Chanel necklace right? in that movie, that was besides like the beautiful speeches and monologues, yeah. that meant the most to me. That yes. necklace. The, pro- like that the little, product placement, was I was insane. like, I can't even believe that Chanel is here. And no. I mean, Margot Robbie's relationship with Chanel mm-hmm. and people's take on that has been mm-hmm. rocky totally yeah. and this moment I think everybody nodded their head they were like okay yeah. this is where but it paid the, off also the amount of Chanel makeup products that have probably sold out oh my because gosh. Patty Dubroff yep. has been doing her red carpet mm-hmm. for the entire and you Sophia Ritchie as yeah. well. Now, I want to ask you about something you posted about not long ago on your TikTok about Emma Chamberlain yeah. and why that she should be studied, that mm-hmm. she, her career and trajectory as an influencer should be like a case study. Yes. So tell me more about that. Yeah. Unpack that. To go from being a girl in your bedroom that is talking about like having a crush and farting and yeah. pimples and thrifting to being Louis Vuitton campaigns, Louis Vuitton campaigns, but also like everything that she likes and like has showed us throughout the years. It's so organic that the deals that she takes, like her being the face or creative director of Canon and her coffee brand. It's just like it all is so intertwined perfectly with who she is as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very, very hard for a celebrity or an influencer to grow up and have your audience grow with you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times when you start to change or grow, it makes people uncomfortable. Right. That's true. And, and alienates she, people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she brought that audience. We all grew up with her and like supported her even more as she mm-hmm. grew. Mm-hmm. And when she obviously wasn't doing these traditional brand deals that she started with or wearing the same clothes that she was wearing when we all loved her, she could still take a girl like me from New Hampshire to look at her at like a Louis Vuitton show. Mm-hmm. And clearly like, I'm not going to a Louis Vuitton show yet. And be like, oh my God, I love that for her. That's so amazing. Yeah. And also a lot of the times with influencer and celebrity trajectory, we like to put people on a pedestal and we put them there ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we take them from their hometown and we blow them up and we put them on their pedestal. And then slowly we start to pick at the things that wait, but you're changing. We don't like this about you. Mm -hmm. Why'd you do this? Even though like we changed their lives and put them there when they start to reap the benefits of these lives that essentially we helped Mm -hmm. them get, we then start to tear them down and we kind of enjoy watching them fall down even more than we liked putting them there. And when Mm -hmm. I say we, I don't mean like me. I mean like society a lot of the time. So to be able to like succeed in the way that she has done and she's such a hard worker and so sweet and still keep her audience and still be relatable 
but also just like grow. And it's I think it's it's going to be studied. I I know it's going to be studied because she's one of them that I think has the best transition from influencer to major career. Yeah, it all makes all kinds of sense. Yes. It really does. Yeah. Now, you mentioned before about a big, big reveals. You kind of love that transition yeah. moment. Can I ask you, what did you make of the Morgan Wallen mullet moment gone so, being shaved? Yeah, so that happened in Boston. Well, I was there. I mean, I, I didn't go to the concert and I'm not that much of a country girly. I did like the show Nashville and I love the movie Country Strong, <laughs> but I'm in a Taylor stuff. Anyways, but... The Morgan Wallen videos, like with people just talking about him shaving, these videos are getting millions of views. And I just think it's so crazy, the concept of fame, where it's like doing something that is so ordinary creates a discourse of like international news. It's just so insane to me. I mean, Morgan Wallen can shave his head. I think he'll do just fine in the in the like in the music and the girl area with a shaved head. But yeah, yeah. people were upset. Very, very upset. I didn't have that much of like a reaction to it. I feel like there's something going on with dudes and hair right now. Like Tyler yeah. Cameron just got a mullet. I mean, again, mm-hmm. he's like so hot. It's like whatever. You yeah. Can totally rock it out. But yeah, it's 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 called like face privilege. It's like when yes. you, like when you are chiseled by God, you can too 100%. rock a mullet and rock. It's like certain girls who can rock any hair color. Yeah. yeah. It's like you are blessed. Yeah, yeah it's true. I don't know if I would date a mullet, um, <laughs> but I have dated a guy with a mustache before. So, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to get your take on the tart brand trips. Yeah. And, you know, I know that started last year, but mm-hmm. was continuing into 2023. Mm-hmm. How do you read this whole situation? Brand trips, in my opinion, kind of started with the YouTube girls. And I looked at it through naive eyes. I was like, oh, my God, these people are going to these crazy trips like for free. Oh, my God, this is so cool. I want to do that. Now, being on the industry side of things, I'm like, well, this is marketing. Like, this is a billboard. This is a campaign. And... I definitely think that the trips have gotten bigger and bigger. I mean, I went to Fiji this year yeah. with Love Island, which Incredible. is insane. So uh, in a sense, I can see where there is going to be conversation and a discussion around these trips and not controversy, but being like, is this worth it? Or like, is there drama or you should be pe-? like, there's obviously going to be discussions around it. But at the end of the day, I think about it like sometimes videos get 12 million views, 10 million views. And that's how much a commercial would see during The Bachelorette or like the Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? So it is marketing and I think it's great and it's smart. And I always think it's going to cause conversation, which in a sense is marketing as well. Yeah. But I don't know, like if we're already like this big for brand trips, like I don't really know how much bigger we can go from there. But I always do. I, I have said that I think a great idea for a brand trip would be for, and I don't know how this would be done like legally. And whenever I post about this, people will be like, well, 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 <laughs> I think that it would be really cool if brand invited a bunch of influencers and they got to pick one of their followers, loyal followers or audience members mm-hmm. to go on the brand trip with them to bring the audience member who would never be able to experience these types of things with them as well. Because a lot of the times, some of the conversation around it is like, oh my God, like they already, they can afford all of these things, like that that type of conversation. So I think there is a way in which those people who are saying those things might not know that behind it, it is a business, it is a campaign, you know what I mean? But to be able to give back 
as well, I think would be really, really cool and beneficial. Smart. We cannot talk about 2023 without talking about Era's tour. I went in Tampa. Did you go? Yeah, of course. Where I went you? to Light Night 3, which was okay. the 13th show at Gillette. Gillette was the first ever stadium that allowed her to perform there. Yes. So uh, the rainy night? No. Okay. But I will say, and this is not, this is going to be controversial. This is, this will get me hate. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. So obviously secret songs. Yeah. I missed Better Man and Should Have Said No by two days. Like that, that was Friday and I was Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that... I can't even talk about it. It makes me so upset because those were my, like some of my dream secret songs, but it was the most, it was the best experience of my life. And I've gone to like all of her Gillette shows. So I started going on as 15 years old and the song 15, like I can't even, and now I'm turning, I'm going to be 30 yeah. and I'm still at Gillette singing these songs. And it's like a hug for my inner child in a way that like, I can't even describe. And it was so, so incredible. But yeah, that really hurt missing those two. But yeah. hurt. Are you surprised that Taylor Swift has not dabbled in the beauty game that she doesn't have skincare, hair care, makeup, no, because I feel like she's a genius. <laughs> no. Because I feel like everything she does is right. So like, what <laughs> she wants to do? No, I, I'm not surprised. I think that she is, I'm not going to use the word calculated because she's that's a mastermind. Wrong. She's a mastermind. Exactly. I think that like she knows her craft mm-hmm. and she knows what she wants to put out into the world and like everything that she does has a meaning behind it. And I feel like the beauty that industry isn't aligned with what she's currently doing mm-hmm. or going after. I think she needs to write like I, I think she needs to either do like a movie or a TV series based off of all of her albums like the stories within her albums yeah, or do Broadway and then beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Like a red lip obviously. Yeah. yeah. I think she should do a fragrance. I mean you well can't... she did. Oh she did. Wonderstruck. Yeah, that's right. But then she should do another one. Come on. I mean people are buying Wonderstruck on eBay. Exactly. The little things that are like 15 years old. So yeah, I actually take that back. She should do another fragrance because it was yeah. everything. It was so yeah. good. And Ariana Grande's have taken yes. off. And also yeah. something like for Taylor, like she could play so into that fragrance of like how kind of like her songwriting process. The storytelling. Story smell telling. this. It's like, this is that feeling. You know yeah. what I mean? She sells a feeling better than anybody I've ever met. Exactly. Yeah. I it's... haven't met her, but yeah. 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 You know what I mean? In my head. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah, one boards. day. The fucking mayhem about like as an observer, because I'm not a Swifty story, guys, don't come to my house <laughs> and come for me. But like as an observer, this phenomenon mm-hmm. is like, she's the fucking female Elvis. Yeah. So the fact if she were to launch a new fragrance, you can't tell me that she wouldn't make like yeah. a billion dollars off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but also she's in a sense, people are like, Emma Chamberlain and Taylor's are not the same big Robin, but it's like Taylor, we grew with Taylor. Yeah. yeah. She's like one of those where it's like, we grew up with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, she has literal lyrical evidence of us doing that evolution together. Yeah. Which yeah. is like so special, which I think is why it's so like emotional. Yeah. And then also, you know, just being in a stadium with that many people singing in the same reason. It's, yeah. like, it's like spiritual. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So other massive celebrities who do have beauty brands, Haley versus Selena. And I'm not legitimizing this as a true rivalry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just acknowledging that it exists in the world amongst their fans and commenters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has it helped or hindered their like beauty road brands? and rare beauty road and rare? I really don't like it at all because mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan of both of them. Mm-hmm. Same. And I think that 
like I was like I've been saying this entire podcast, people feel so invested in these people that they grew up with Mm -hmm. or that they've watched online. And to pit two women against each other who are really successful is like tales all this time. This has been happening forever. So I don't know if I can say if it's hindered or helped them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's just there. I Mm -hmm. think it's just a narrative that will never go away, unfortunately. And I think they're doing the best that they can to navigate it. And they've both grown such successful beauty brands. Mm -hmm. And we should be talking about that. Mm -hmm. than like the people who are like nitpicking at it. But I mean, I can't even get out of bed sometimes when I like read my Reddit comments when I'm talking about marketing and for an entire industry to write your narrative for you against another woman. Like, I don't know how they do it. And I think that it is extremely impressive for one, for them to still even be in front of the public eye after how they've been treated. Uh But on top of that, to grow extremely successful brands that are so them and so successful. Yeah, I love that answer. We love both of them. Yeah, and yeah. they're the best. Haley's been on our show. Selena, standing invitation. Anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime. Yes. <laughs> Conair is one of our show partners this week. Hands up if you want soft, bouncy curls with little to no effort. I mean, of course you do. Who wouldn't want that? So I want to introduce you to the new Curl Secret by Conair that's meant to take the guesswork out of curling your hair because at the push of a button, quite literally, hair goes in, curl comes out just like magic. So the reimagined auto curler, it's really all about customization. You can select from five different temperatures for all hair types. You can also customize the curl direction and you can choose the type of curl you want, defined, loose, or wavy. It's really up to you. To create the effortless curls, you simply place a small section of your hair into the peekaboo chamber. That's right, peekaboo. You can see all of the action happening because it's a clear chamber. You push start and you'll watch your hair gently wrap around the three quarter inch ceramic barrel and it even beeps when it's time to release the auto curler and voila flawless and effortless long lasting curls. Plus there's even anti-tangle tech that's built right in. So that keeps your hair smooth and protected while styling. Personally, I think it's great for touching up your hair on second day, like after a blowout and there's even an auto shut off. So if the curler has been on for 60 minutes, it automatically powers down. I love that peace of mind. So if you want to check it out yourself, Shop Curl Secret by Conair now available at all major retailers. Once again, shop Curl Secret by Conair now available at all major retailers. We will link to it in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. Something you were involved in adjacent, you were adjacent to this launch when L'Oreal Paris Mm -hmm. named Kendall Jenner. Mm their new spokesperson. So tell us about that, how that came about, because you kind of yeah. like t- were teasing the news. Yeah, like I said, I do PR predictions yes. and also PR moves. So it was like a little bit of both because I will always be like, I think that Alexa Demi should be the face of this new mu. Like, you know, what yeah. I mean? I'll say that. So for L'Oreal to reach out to me in a way in which we could work together in a brand deal that is in a non-traditional way that already goes along with my audience, that is perfection to me. Yeah. And I think that is so smart for brands to do because you would think that a lot of brands have evolved. I mean, clearly, like we all know when it's an ad, it says hashtag ad 
hashtag ad on the screen. Like it's, it's hi, this is an ad. But still brands are like, okay, so here's the script. Like this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we people already know it's an ad. Like that's already kind of like hindering it. We really need to like get creative and tap into what we do well. And yeah. like, I think that brands should really start to utilize native creators who are on these apps every day to learn how they speak to their audience and then have their brand be like, this is our brand messaging. How can we do this together? Mm-hmm. So for a brand like L'Oreal to do that and to work with me to be able to tease and announce who the next face of it's going to be yeah. was really, really cool and showed that this type of influencer marketing is evolving in a really, really cool way. And I'm so grateful to be a part of that. Yeah, it was so cool to have the engagement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I put Jenna Ortega, I guess. Yes. And I felt like that was a good guess, but it didn't yeah. happen. Were you so scared you were going to spill the beans accidentally? No. no, 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 because I never leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my dog on my couch 24-7, like in Boston. And if I was to spill it in Boston, people would be like, we don't fucking care. Like, car. like you know what I mean? Like, like Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Okay. Which beauty brands do you think are in their flop era right now? Okay. And I feel confident saying this because I want to work with them. And I don't think it's a flop. I think they have so much potential. Right. Kylie Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Kylie, I love her so much. She is amazing. And how those lip kits launched and like yeah what those lip kits did for the world mm-hmm. yeah smithsonian level like they literally yeah, like yeah those lip kits <laughs> they were dry and chalky at first but you know what they were revolutionary and she to me i even like i said this to her i was like you are social media to me like yes or, like she was social mm-hmm. media like from keek to twitter to Instagram, like I was like, she's just that. And I think, and I also think she's so creative and also like has a side of her that like people would not expect. And her art direction when she like gives it everything is just everything. Yeah. So I really, really think that Kylie Cosmetics could evolve Mm -hmm. and be back to where it was. But if that's not what she wants to do, yeah. then it's not going to be to the place where I think it can be. So I think I think she does because I just read a stat that in recent months, Jenner has had informal discussions about trying to buy back 51% yeah. stake from Cody. Cody. So they bought it for $600 million in 2020. So obviously, so you're saying that that is a good PR move, basically. Yeah. And, and, and also she control. could hire me. Yeah. <laughs> We're rooting for you, Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Stormy baby. What else was big this year? I mean, the Beyonce hair care event at the concert in L.A. was pretty huge. Insane. The personal messages people were getting. In their car? Yeah. Like, was that AI? <laughs> so I was Don't digging into this earlier today. Yeah, and they said not, the brand. I'm not saying that in like a diss way. Yeah, but yeah. I was yeah. just like. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So people that are listening, if you didn't see it, basically everyone got into their Ubers or their black cars that was sent by the brand to go to the Beyonce, I think, event for the hair care launch and then the concert. It was like, they're like, your driver has a special message for you. And then it'd be like, hi, Amy, this is Beyonce. Like, sorry, I can't be there. I'm like, what? So anyways, I just think it was incredible. And I'm, I, it's interesting that she's dropping hair care line. And I think that actually makes a ton of sense. Uh, we'll see, you know, when it all 
kind of gets revealed, but mm-hmm. her mom had a hair salon, so yep. she tied it all back to that. And, it's organic. Yeah, it really is. And nobody's really touching What's the that. Name? What's... She hasn't revealed yeah. yet. Yeah, because I've been, I, okay, because when I was seeing on social media, I was like, Beyonce's hair care, com- like they, yeah. they weren't saying the yeah, name. It's I was so like, super vague. But one thing I do think is interesting is that she's doing this all herself, right? Yeah. It's not like in tandem with Cody or anyone we like that. We don't know really yet. We don't know. Okay. I was pretty sure I went to her website and okay. it was like, because I was trying to dig yeah. for the PR. And well, it's that's like where all the big in, money is, yeah. is when you do it yourself. So, well, it was a very like Jay Z move, I thought. Uh huh. Like yes. a title. Yeah. A title move. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's a couple like, I'm trying to think of other celebrity beauty brands. Oh, another one that I really want to come back is in like a funny way is like Jessica Simpson's dessert line. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> like, how has that not come back? I, like yeah. with the Y2K like right. range. I'm like, that needs to happen. And maybe like her daughter can uh, do it. But Maxie Drew. Maxie. Yeah. 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 Cause like, I remember like I was a massive newlyweds fan. Yes. And like the scene where she had to like eat all the cupcakes and then she threw up on yeah. her set. Like <laughs> that is literally ingrained in my brain. And like, I asked for it for Christmas because of that. Yeah, so it was like edible lotion, but like not yeah. in like a sexual way. It was like supposed to be like dessert. One of my big predictions is definitely like gourmand fragrances are back. Mm-hmm. Like everything this fall that launched for perfumes, like from Burberry to like it, all the big names it had like vanilla in there. Mm-hmm. So it's happening. Was JLo's perfume, the one with the skinny bottle, mm-hmm. did that have vanilla? That was very musky. musky. Do you yes. remember that one with like, oh, the chain absolutely. on it? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then Victoria Curious. I mean, Britney's Curious. Yes. And then I loved Juicy Couture's yes. like, perfumes back in the day. Totally. Yeah. They're bringing those back. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. Now I'm I'm really into Joe Malone because like, you know, Quiet Luxury. Yes, like, Quiet Luxury. <laughs> Sophia, Luxury Sophia Ritchie of it all. Um, yeah. I mean, the Sophia Ritchie of it all is just so mind blowing to me. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. people finally discover or like they literally discovered her on TikTok the weekend Which, of her wedding. And yeah. there they're going, she's the brand director of nude sticks. No one knew. Yeah. And then it's like, all no, of a sudden, it's like Chanel, Joe Malone. Mm-hmm. She's the face of like either David Yerman or Tiffany. It's escaping. She did Mar- David Yerman. Yes. And then she did K-18. Yeah. So, I mean, I died for that wedding. And, yeah. and by the way, like, I don't even, this is a controversial take. I don't necessarily like believe in like marriage or weddings. Like, I don't think I'll ever like get married or have a wedding. And I was still like eating that with a spoon. So like, that's when, you know, yeah. it's like a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy at this point where we're at with celeb brand saturation because yeah. it's like, she is now has catapulted to be the level of like a Jenner or yeah. a Hadid oh, yeah. in terms of her like style influence. Mm-hmm. So it's like she absolutely could launch something, but it's like, what are you going to launch? A uh, makeup brand, a hair? No. Like it's all so done. I think yeah. she should do a Gen Z goop, like a Gen Z mm-hmm. millennial goop where it's like lifestyle, health, bougie, sex articles mm-hmm. for like her age. Yeah. And not that people can't do that with yeah. Goop, but I think that would be like a really smart path smart. for like her to go down. Cause yeah. like, it's, it's not even like we are like gagging and dying over like, Oh my God, she used that hair care product. Like it's cause the hair looks so good. It's like, yeah, no, like she's like a trendsetter. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like thought leader. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So I think doing something like a Goop mm-hmm. or a that poosh, makes a lot of sense because uh, like, when Gwyneth was in that trial and that's when everybody started talking about quiet luxury, what yeah, she was showing exactly. up to court in. And then, and then it was like succession was on. And then mm-hmm. it was like the wedding and it was like, she was just like such a, she's like the Gen Z version kind of, exactly. of that making it cool. Yeah. Okay. 
So let's get out our crystal balls here and we're going to riff on what we think will be influencing the beauty and wellness industry in 2024. Mm -hmm. So let's hear sort of like your crystal ball (laughs) moment. Okay. So for 2024, I think that, I mean, we've been seeing so many ballet flats. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like in a sense, we're kind of going back to like 2007-ish, but not in like a Y2K way, more in like a Mary-Kate and Ashley type way where it's going to be like natural hair, like oh, I just like came out of the shower, like kind of like natural glam, but with like oversized accessories okay. type moment. Yeah. So it's like, I think the glam isn't going to be like full glam. Like I don't, I don't think we're going to have like a full glam moment in 2024. <laughs> I think it's going to be very like exactly like a Hailey Bieber or like the strawberry makeup mm-hmm. where it's like, I just look blushed and sun-kissed and, and even like the bleached eyebrows on Matilda, like the sun-kissed hair, very like natural glowy glams. Mm-hmm. But then an ode to like a 2007 with like a big bag ballet flats and like, but also I can see like ballet core, Ralph Lauren, J. Crew, vintage mm-hmm. gap. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to have a very that type of moment. Like I follow this account that is all the old Gap campaigns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they even post the playlist that mm-hmm. Gap played that month. Oh my God. Like back in the, you know what I'm talking about? I used to work about? at totally. the Gap. Yeah. yeah. You, oh my God, I'll send it yeah. to you. Actually, Abby, <laughs> my friend showed it to me. So I feel like it's, we're going to have very much like a that moment. Yeah. yeah. Love it. This episode is brought to you in part by Macy's. So if you haven't finished your holiday shopping by now, I'm guessing you might be feeling a little panicked at this very moment, but don't freak out. Macy's has got you with all of the hot gift inspo you could ever need for every person on your list using the Macy's gift finder. They've sorted out so many different ways to search for gifts. It's basically impossible not to find something in less than five minutes, I swear. For starters, you can shop by price. Like if you've set a limit, let's say for a Kris Kringle with friends, you can find ideas organized for under $25, $50, or Lux if you need to find something that will seriously impress. But that's not all. You can also shop by gift lists. These are curated lists for all of the personalities in your life. For example, maybe you know someone who's a spa day enthusiast. Boom. One click and all of the top buys are right there. And by the way, many of them are on sale. Just saying. Maybe they're an advent calendar fan, you know, or a big sports fan. You can even find curated gift lists from your favorite influencers. I mean, even a bro could figure this out. Like this is what we used to do in our magazine days. It's too easy. But If you're like on a mission and you know what you want, you just need to find it fast. Go ahead and shop by category, beauty, fragrances, jewelry, watches, handbags, and accessories like get it and get out. I feel that they even have packaged and ready to go gifts, top rated by customers and top edited stocking stuffers. You don't need to resort to gift certificates, although those are great too. gotta say. Check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find that perfect present before it's too late. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Okay. 
2024 trends, what the hell is going to happen with Meghan Markle? What is going to happen? Is it the suits of it all? We were like okay. talking about industry plant is like, did she tell Netflix to put that on? It like, does she have a Netflix deal or is that Disney? No, she has a Netflix deal. Oh. The documentary was on Netflix. Oh, true, true, true. So I have a really spiritual connection with Princess Diana. Like when I was little, I became like obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And she looks just like my mom. And uh-huh. I ended up losing my mom as well. And I just like, I just, I love UK culture so much. Yeah. And like, I just was obsessed with Princess Diana from a very young age. So how I feel about William and Harry is like so intertwined and complex. And that could be a whole podcast within itself. (laughs) But I will say like the Meghan Markle of it all, I don't know what they're going to do next because like I thought they were going to go like the media route, like the Spotify deal, the Disney deal, the Netflix deal. And then like that ended up not happening and who knows why. But... (laughs) We'll see. I mean, but Suits is having a moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody's watching it. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Do you think I'd like it? Yeah. It's it was good in Toronto, right? It, it was. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh. it's good in the background. And like, you can you can just have it on and just kind of get ready. Blast yeah. through it. You yeah. don't need to. I don't know. I, maybe like... I was gonna say I don't think she'll do like a fashion thing. I don't. I don't think she'll really get into like the fashion world. Yeah, I mean, she had the Tig dot com for so long. Her blog. Oh, I know. Yeah, of course. So. I, f- I feel like people have. I feel like she's been. Like, do you think she'll she try gets to do the breaks put on her? I think. Yeah. What do you mean? I just feel like there's still puppet strings being pulled oh, about what she can do or not do. That's yeah. the sense. Like otherwise, it's like. What are you waiting the Illuminati for? Illuminati shit or yes. something? Okay, interesting. Yeah. I I don't know. I. I followed her like this at Megan account on Instagram. It's got 127,000 followers. Do you know about this? No. People are saying that this is her. It's just Megan, like M-E-G-H-A-N. And she's With got zero, the picture. zero posts, zero following, but 127,000 followers. And I'm one of the suckers that's following it. There's absolutely no content on there, but I I'm did that waiting. with like a Drake account on TikTok. <laughs> I remember that was when I like followed him. I was like, yeah, like, so was it. Yeah, I mean, I think like kind of what you were saying, like, the amount of things that both sides have gone through yeah. is like insane and would take years for people yeah. to digest. But I'm just not sure like what's happening now because yeah. it's like nothing is coming. Nothing's happening. Yeah. So it's like, exactly. I, I have no idea what's going to happen next. But I do remember when she had that blog. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe she'll do like a goop. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. But, I can still see it. She yeah. did a cookbook. Yeah. When she was Duchess of Sussex officially still. So we need to talk about influencer culture and where it's going. Mm-hmm. And where is it going? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I have the roadmap, I'll let you guys know. Yes. Because I don't know if the type of content, like short form versus long form, like mm. what's going to resonate mm-hmm. more. But I, I do think it's going to be interesting the next couple of years because the audience is getting younger and younger. Even think of like a Miss Rachel, yes. like a YouTuber for like babies. Yeah. <laughs> like like there are influencers for babies. 100%. So it's like like what for are those dogs. babies get like, yeah. like you know what I mean? So it's like totally I think that what since the audience is getting mm-hmm. younger and younger, I mm-hmm. think that's gonna change the landscape a little mm-hmm. bit. Because like those Miss Rachels are like the biggest yes. essentially yeah. influencers. So I think it's where the influencer industry is going in twenty twenty four is highlighting niche industries and creativity but also sticking to the roots of just being able to communicate with an audience and grow a following based off of trust and communication and storytelling. Yeah. Final question. What was your favorite, like we say around here, hashtag damn good beauty product of the year that was new to you that you used and you loved that you need to let everyone know about in 2023? 
makeup forever lip liner. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about. I love a Charlotte Tilbury. Yep. Like I love. A, I love a Whirl by Mac. But makeup forever lip liner. I am not joking. Stays on forever. Maybe that's the name. Makeup forever. It's an <laughs> ad. Uh, and I think the color is caffeine. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And a tip is. Like I put it on and then I take a tissue mm-hmm. and I put powder over the tissue right. and I take it off, which is something like I learned on TikTok this year. Yeah. That I love so much. And Who then it's a lip kit. Yeah, exactly. Hello. <laughs> and then wait, I, I want to make sure I'm getting the name of this. one. OK, right. it's Topicals High Roller. It looks like a roll on deodorant. Yeah. But it's for ingrown hairs. Mm-hmm. You guys, a little TMI. <laughs> I am not joking. This product. I. I like this product changed my life. I recently, within the past like year or two, got really bad like ingrown hairs. And what is it called? Like on your bikini line, like razor burn. Like razor burn. Yeah. 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 And it's on my legs too and yeah. my armpits. And I never had that before. I tried all the razors. All, I've tried everything online. I'm really bad with pain. So I didn't want to get a wax. That high roller by Topicals, if you struggle with this, and by the way, it's you shouldn't be embarrassed if you have this. But personally, I was so embarrassed. Yeah. It was just like something I so struggled with. That product fully, fully, fully changed my life. And it was probably like the number one product that I tell people about. Okay, well, that wraps our show. We've looked back at there 2023. We've looked ahead to 2024. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Robin, for so joining for us. Me. And uh, we'll be following you on Girlboss Town, seeing what's next. Very excited to yes. see all of that. And if there's anything we missed, you guys, slide into our DMs. If you think we forgot to talk about a product or a trend from 2023 or what you think is going to pop off in 2024, slide into our DMs at Breaking Beauty Podcast. And as always, every single thing that we mentioned today, we will link to it on our website, which is Breaking Beauty Podcast. Dot com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.